With the NFL Draft coming up, there's one person from our viewing area who's going to be very anxious. That's Garrett Groshek, the Amherst native, declared for the NFL Draft after playing all four seasons with the Wisconsin Badgers. Matt Enfield caught up with the Amherst native to talk about how he's preparing for the draft and the one thing that he said that was interesting. He's not going to be anxious day one, not day two, but day three. That's where he's going to turn his phone up and he's going to be waiting for that call for a team that hopefully takes a chance on the running back. I'll let Matt Enfield take it away from here. Garrett, so let's just start out with quite simply, how do you feel about where you're at with everything in this crazy process right now? Feel good. Uh, there's there's nothing really that you know I can control. So just staying focused on what I can, and that's just working out, and you know trying to be in the best shape that I can going into a rookie mini camp and with whatever team that I end up with, just being ready for the opportunity. Talk me through what does a normal day look like for you right now? I said you you know excuse me. You told me that you usually. Workout from what one to four o'clock every day, but what's uh, what's all going on in between that? Um, well, right now I'm actually studying for my Series Seven, uh, which is uh, in investments. Um, other than that, um, I could only work out so many hours of the day, so I figured I needed something else to do, and I figured it was a good time to kind of check that off the list uh, and just kind of keep me busy. You're studying for your Series 7 while you prepare to hopefully get drafted. Yeah, absolutely. Because I, I have friends, I have a lot of friends that went into finance and took Series 7s and what is it, 66 and all that. Yep. Those are not, um, that's not an easy test to prepare for. <laughs> uh, I, like I have all, over the past couple of years, I've gotten like the 63, the SIE, um, the six and my life and health uh, insurance license as well. So uh, this is kind of like a, a down period for me as far as like um, really just have, like I said, just have to work out. And now is, you know, kind of that window because once the draft's over and it's to whatever team, then it's all football. Um, so just wanted to kind of check the box off. Yeah, that's a crazy balance for sure. Are you in Wisconsin right now? Yeah, uh, me and our and my wife moved uh, back into my parents' house for a couple of weeks. We moved in like uh, on the 10th or a couple of Sundays ago um, to just kind of, you know, be ready to, to move again um, whenever the draft is over, whenever we figure out where we're going. Um, so just kind of staying ready, I guess. Back where it all began. That's crazy. So where are you? Are you working out in Amherst? Or are you going to like Point or what? Uh, no, right now just going to Amherst uh, High School, uh, being able to you know run on the brand new field that they have, um, and just being able to work out in the weight room and you know bump into a bunch of my old teachers, friends, and stuff like that, um, and having fun being able to catch up with everybody. What was this is off track? What was your first reaction when you saw that brand new field? Because it is amazing. What are the best in our area for sure? Uh, obviously, super excited. My little brother was still uh, coming through high school, so he would be able to use it. He actually scored the first touchdown on it. Um, but, you know, I obviously wish that we would have had it um, when we were in high school. Uh, but obviously, we were able to make it work without it. 
Yeah, no, and Friday Night Lights, they're fun. And I definitely, I did a story there right before they started the process. And you go out on the track and the track was all coming apart. So it was, yeah. uh, it was definitely time for something new. No doubt about that. Yeah. Um, so what are the, uh, what are the biggest areas that you're focusing on improving on or that you have been kind of focused on throughout the last couple of months? Well, there's, you know, going into pro day, it's completely different training than a, you know, once I'm done with pro day and the period that I'm in now where it was all just trying to get as efficient, as fast as you can, or jump as high as you can, or as far as you can. Uh, now it's kind of bringing it back a little bit, getting more into endurance shape, football shape, and really attacking the things that translate to football and, you know, becoming more explosive, stronger, faster, uh, working on techniques, going through position drills and doing different things that actually translate to the game and just trying to get, you know, attack as many of those areas as you can. Um, you know, you're always going to be improving. There's always something to improve on. So uh, just keep doing it every day, really. Yeah, I'm going to – I'll jump back to the uh, pro day and training for that versus training for actual football and getting between the lines. Mm -hmm. I'll get back to that in a little bit. I was going to ask if you were training with any other college football or NFL guys, but if you're at Amherst, there's only one of them there, and that's your best friend. Are you doing any work with Tyler right now or what? Uh, no, he's in Dallas. Um, he's at their facilities. Uh, before I did come back because I was in Madison for – you know, pro day was March 10th. I was in Madison essentially till April 10th um, or around that same time. So I was at uh, Sports Advantage in Verona area with Brian Bott, who used to do, uh, used to be a strength and conditioning coordinator at UW. Um, worked out with Alex Erickson, Adam Crumholz, Isaiah Loudermilk, uh, Cole Van Lannan, uh, Big Rob Havenstein was there. Um, Jack Don made an appearance um, for current players, but uh, was able to, you know, work out with them for, you know, almost almost a month, really, or a good two or three weeks. Um, so have been, you know, kind of going back and forth, just trying to find a way to stay in shape. Nice. So who do you lead on for a sounding board right now? Is it someone like Tyler, who is your best friend and obviously got drafted last year, or is it, Maybe someone like JT who plays the same position as you and you shared a backfield with. Where what's that balance like? Uh it's been, you know, all all of the above. Um, talk to JT, talk to Tyler, talk to Alec uh in gold. Um and me and Alec actually have the same agent. So uh my agent's been through the whole thing. He's been kind of keeping me up to date um with everything that's going on and what to expect. But as far as, you know, getting into stuff as talking to Tyler and JT as they're going through, you know, their rookie seasons um, and just, you know, asking questions here and there just to, although see how they're doing and they're doing with anything, but eventually um, know that I might be in a similar position and be faced with, you know, possibly similar challenges or obstacles um, and just trying to figure out how they were able to, you know, do their best really and, and try to apply it to my situation. Going back to the pro day and training for that versus training for playing football. I imagine you care about the test numbers just because teams care about them and that affects your stock. But 
do you really care about them versus going to teams and saying, hey, like, this is my tape. When you put the pads on, this is what you can expect from me. Um, what is that uh, in your mind? What's that balance like? So, you know, obviously the numbers mean a lot to certain people, um, some scouts in particular. And it's, you know, it can be a way to separate some guys if they got similar film or uh, have had similar production, then you want to see who's the better athlete. Um, cared about those uh, up until pro day. And then once pro day is over, it's, you know, the numbers are what they are. Uh, team's got them. Everybody's got them. Everybody knows what they are. Uh, and then it's just, you know, letting your, your film do the talking for yourself. Uh, and you'll have coaches and GMs and scouts going back and watching the film the closer it gets to the draft to make sure that they're getting a football player and not just an athlete. Did you, were you happy with your pro day? Yeah. Uh, you know, it was nothing like the pro days that we had been to uh, in previous years as far as the schedule and how it was ran and everything. Uh, so it was, you know, a unfamiliar order system, uh, really process compared to what I had watched the previous four years, watching friends go through pro day and was still able to PR or get close to PRing some things. So there's really not a whole lot that you can ask for as long as you, you know, made the most of the situation, then you gotta be happy with it. What teams have you had conversations with so far? Uh, as far as like, um, I would say, I would say contact over conversation, um, more like verifying contact information and stuff for draft day. Um, Raiders, uh, 49ers, the Broncos, the Chargers, um, Jacksonville, Miami. You know, and this is from my agent as well. Atlanta, the the Jets, the Bills, um, Washington, uh, Chicago. I don't know. I, I'm probably missing a lot. one or two. Um, but I would say close to you know, close to half the leagues probably reached out. Um, and whether it's just verifying information or um, actually having a conversation. Well, the first six or seven teams you listed off are always on the West Coast or all on the West Coast or in Florida. So, hey, those are two great spots. If you want to yeah. go there, it's a little bit of a change of pace from uh, from Amherst and Madison. But if you want to go there, I wouldn't blame you. Yeah, absolutely. The wife will be excited to get to warm weather. <laughs> How do you uh, – I feel like, you know, it's good for anyone that's going through any sort of process like this. You know, you need your escapes and kind of things to just let loose. How are you doing that right now? Oh, uh, um, you know, seeing high school friends, seeing some of my best friends and, you know, I don't necessarily feel that I need to, like, I, I enjoy the process. I enjoy the process of working out and just trying to get better, um, and staying on that and just trying to stay in the moment really compared to, you know, it doesn't really matter if I'm, you know, visualizing, fantasizing, whatever about, all this team or that team, because at the end of the day, you, you don't know where you're going to end up. So why waste your, you know, your energy uh, on things that may or may not come true um, and put all your energy towards the things that you have right in front of you. Yep, for sure. 
whether you get picked next week or you sign somewhere as an undrafted free agent, does your mindset and approach change at all? No, absolutely not, because it's going to be late either way <laughs> uh, for the most part, unless something crazy happens. But, you know, ex expecting to be undrafted, um, which isn't anything new, um, nothing that we didn't expect uh, as far as, you know, me and my agent. Um, just getting a foot in the door and then making it really hard to, to get me out of the building. Yeah. So you have two life experiences that I want to hit on, which I think there's some carryover to the situation you'll probably end up facing in the NFL, whether you're a late round pick or you're undrafted. Number one, just growing up in Amherst, a blue collar small town in Wisconsin. How does that translate to what you're about to do? Uh it's the same thing. It's a job. Um, you know, I've had a couple of 15-hour uh, days on the farm growing up, um, and that'll humble you real fast um, and make you understand that you got to put work in. Um, and it was the same thing going into college where it was super late. Um, Wisconsin offered me a walk-on spot, I believe it was three days, the weekend before signing day. Um, so staying patient, um, staying in the process, focusing on the process and just doing what you can to be the best you is is really all that, you know, has happened so far and continue to do the same stuff. You hit on the, the second one. Obviously, you made a four year career at a premier power five school as a walk on. I imagine going through that once, no matter what team picks you up and when it happens, going through that already it probably, whatever happens here, probably can't scare you or intimidate you at all, right? No, absolutely not. Um, and, you know, there's no reason to to be scared. And if, if there is something that scares you, just ask, why does it, why does it actually do it? Um, and then usually it's a pretty dumb reason to why it does. Um, and, you know, obviously you got a huge opportunity for me to go chase my dreams. Um, so, you know, the the seven-year-old self, um, the seven-year-old kid that was me, um, you got to do it for them. You got to do it for all the years, hours, teammates, coaches, parents, family that have put in the time to support you um, and just go make it happen. A couple of times that we've talked and the numerous times I've seen you do media interviews, you seem very even keeled. So I think I know the answer to this question, but are you more excited or nervous or neither of the above for the whole process to wrap up? Uh, I would say excited, excited for uh, obviously a new opportunity, a new challenge, uh, you know, moving, moving somewhere else, um, you know, starting another chapter of my life with me and my wife. Um, the, the change is exciting. Um, and then, you know, so that's, I guess you could say more excited, um, not necessarily anxious because there's, you know, there's not a whole lot you can control, um, but you can just, you know, put your best foot forward once that does happen and go attack and make the best of it. Are you ready for it to be over at the same time? Um, I don't know. I kind of like just working out. So, <laughs> uh, yeah, I, obviously it, it'll be super fun to get around a, new facility, new, new coaches, new teammates, new staff, um, and just get to get to start something new and get to start it all over again, really. 
you mentioned your wife a couple of times. How important has she been throughout these last couple of months to you? Uh, indescribable. Um, exponentially, um, kind of um, the two words I would say, you know, obviously this whole process through the, you know, going back to, you know, summer when our season's canceled and things like that. It's like, hey, like what, what do you think's best for us? What do you think we should do? Um, and having conversations like that. Um, what do we want to do? What might be the best long-term? What's the best short-term? Um, and just going through everything together. Um, whether it's, you know, the the highs and lows of being able to play, um, games getting canceled, things like that. Um, she's been through it all. Um, she's been there with me the whole time. Um, and I always lean on her and, you know, I, I can, can never give her back as much as I feel that she deserves um, and what she's given me. Is she a high school sweetheart? Or did you guys meet in college? Uh, we started dating my freshman year of high school. Wow. Okay. So, so moving <laughs> back to Amherst. So she knows the deal with Amherst. It's not like yeah. she's going into a completely new situation. Yep. Yeah. Her, um, her mom lives probably a couple, not even a couple miles away from my parents. So you guys have been together, what, like a decade now? We're pretty close to it? Yeah, we're going on going on a decade. Nice. Hey, uh, I, I, there's one team that I didn't hear you mention. Maybe, I don't know if you forgot. Have you told Tyler to put in a good word with you with Jerry or what? Uh, I don't – I don't – I can't remember the Cowboys um, reaching out or anything. Um, like Scott Tolzien is on the staff there, so I know Scott um, a little bit from when he was at Wisconsin and working with us, so – um, I wouldn't say, I wouldn't consider that conversation with the Cowboys. I would just consider it more with Scott. So what does, uh, next Thursday through Saturday look like? Are you guys just all going to huddle up in Amherst and watch it all unfold or what? Um, uh, well, you know, Thursday and Friday for the most part, will be pretty normal days. Obviously watch the draft and figure out, you know, have a list ready of, of teams that, you know, you, you think you, that you have a chance of either picking, getting picked up by or drafted by um, and go through watching the draft and seeing if they're taking running backs or not. Um, and other than that, just be be with family. Um, still get some workouts in because um, the draft doesn't start until night. Um, and, you know, just, you know, just try to enjoy the moment, I think, um, not just for me, but for my family, um, the coaches, my friends, teammates, because um, I know they're all excited for me as well. So Saturday, though, you will be watching a little bit more intently, I imagine. Yeah, Saturday, Saturday is going to be uh, maybe a day where that anxiousness creeps in um, and that excitement uh, really gets there. Um, but, you know, anything can happen. But those that will definitely be the day that um, – we're ready and the, the phone uh, volume will be on. Hopefully Garrett can latch on to a team, whether it's during the draft or after the draft as a free agent. Either way, good luck to him. That's all for this episode of the Highlight Zone podcast. Until next time, take care.